Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunshine Podcast, sponsored by Go Live Here. I'm Sam. And I'm Ella. And together, and together we're Sam and Ella. <laughs> God, that went bad. <laughs> Bro, okay. <sighs> okay, poultry diseases aside, today we're going to be talking about the key to healthy friendship. Topic of discussion will be our personal experiences with friendships, uh, and I'll be going first since I feel like Sam's been talking a little bit too much. I don't think that's fair, but continue. <laughs> um, so I think my first experience, the one that speaks out to me the most, is of course secondary school. We all know how much it messes us up, and you know the pressures of it, and a massive part of that is friendships. I definitely had a bit of a rookie friendship, like literally pretty much my whole time there, probably up until I'd say the last year I was there. Um, I think I was really shy and I felt like, you know, when you're shy, you find it hard to, to talk to people and actually, you know, you, you don't get to know someone if you're shy. So I think that's definitely what I struggled with the most Um, and I remember just kind of sticking around the people that I went to primary school with because obviously I knew them and I was kind of too scared to talk to anyone else and then I I wasn't really happy in the friendship group because that my my primary school friend had kind of created because they'd kind of all clicked and I was just like the, the odd one out I didn't really get on with them didn't know them well didn't really feel like they liked me um but I felt like I'd rather have this than no friends so I kind of stuck with them um and then I think in year eight I started to find my voice a little bit more um and yeah I think you know when you're in secondary school you do learn to find your voice a bit I think you almost have to with that kind of environment. Definitely, definitely. Um, and then I kind of had like my own little group. Um, and then like with my mental health, it kind of when my mental health declined, I'm not gonna lie, I was a pretty horrible person. I mean I did take things out on them and I knew that, I knew what I was doing, and I felt kind of bad and I think that kind of drove people away from me and especially like I was off school for three months and everyone had kind of continued their school life and I was just sort of like, you know, five steps behind them. And when I came back, I found myself, I had no friends and I was really struggling to fit in because I felt like because I missed out on so much, I had nothing in common with anybody around me. I was like, oh my god who are these people like three months when you're in year eight is a long time (laughs) to be out everyone changes and um yeah I think I really did struggle and I didn't have I was in and out of friendship groups pretty much every other week it was it was tough um and I I also found myself sitting on my own at lunch times a lot because I, I there was just no one and again, I think that, that even though I found my voice, 
if, if you're shy you'll kind of understand if, if you were shy there's still certain things that you find really uncomfortable doing and for me that was asking if I could like sit with them at lunch or you know be friends with them or talk to new people um so I did really struggle with that and I feel like it was just a really rocky experience with school because you know secondary school is hard enough and to not feel like you have friends to support you definitely um I definitely struggled with that um but I think the important thing that I learned from that is you find your people in the end you do because I I managed to find my people that I got on with and in the end I was really happy um well with the friendship group yeah, not as happy as you can be you know <laughs> as happy as you can be and I think from my experience I would probably say if you're in school or like work and you feel like you're not getting on with friends like just trust that you will find your people and that maybe you're better off not being in a group of friends that you don't get on with because at the end of the day it's, it's only going to damage you um so yeah I say that talking about uh personal experiences that's definitely my experience with friendship oh interesting interestingly enough I can speak this is a podcast I can do it um interestingly enough that kind of leads right into my personal experience because as it all tends to stem back to secondary school shocker i know um so i i kind of had a a, like a flipped experience to you if that makes sense like um i would say throughout most of my school life i had like a clique that i was a part of and it, it sort of went backwards to how yours went where I, we slowly got distant and that was because your boy was sick a lot like I got swine flu within the same two weeks kind of sick <laughs> which was the time um but yeah so I, I sort of understand what you were saying how you know you said you uh, were away for three months and you sort of you feel you have to catch up because yeah. it's something i noticed when i had come back after a, I, I can't exactly remember the specifics but i'd come back after a sickness and um it was it was just like a weird air between the people in the yeah. clique like you just didn't feel like you were you know clicking like you used yeah. to i can completely relate to that right it's not even something that speaks out specifically it's just something you can kind of feel like oh this don't this don't sit right yeah but um yeah so it was obviously quite unfortunate um you know being sick a lot uh the issues i've spoken about in previous podcasts and all sort of led up to you know I stopped talking like I cut my friend group off like it was it was it was over something stupid I'll be honest it was like uh they met up at someone's house without me and we would always meet up at each other's houses together and I was like damn they straight up are not my friends anymore I don't know why I went to that extremes it's just like man I spent all this time away I can tell we're not clicking like we used to it's like 
okay that's the final straw kind of thing almost like damn but um sort of like you said in the end you do find your people even if the people that you thought were your people are no longer your people it's a lot of people but you get the idea um something i was chatting about earlier today to a work friend um is i had uh after secondary school and all that happened there was a time in my life where i was um alone quite a lot so it was just like outlet to outlet you know whether that be gaming whether that be drawing whatever um one time while gaming i happened to make friends with a couple of norwegian girls and this is where i learned a genuine lesson that i think everyone needs to learn especially when you're younger you you need um you need friends of the opposite sex because it really deepens your understanding of just how the world works in general i would say and I think it's something so hard to do in secondary school because if you are friends with the opposite sex, people are rumoring, people are like on your back 24-7, like, oh, are you dating? Like, when's the wedding? You know, hook me up with the seats. Like, yeah. uh, I went to um, an all girls school. So, hey, listen. Pretty hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so uh, so I met these uh, Norwegian girls and we uh, got quite close. You know, we would like share things like what was going on in our lives, and eventually we just became like pretty close friends. We were watching shows together, playing over, uh, Overwatch quite a lot, which is where I met them. Um, and eventually going on to play D and D, which I think I might mention a bit more later, but. Um, yeah it's something that i feel isn't talked about enough and i think it almost creates a divide between like boys and girls a lot is that like sometimes i would or i would say actually most of the time you're almost because of media and things forced to think of the opposite sex as like okay love interest yes or no okay no i'm not talking to them now you know and I feel like, especially with uh, men and boys, that's a culture that's really sort of pushed sometimes. You know, you get the, the classic kind of, uh, we'll call them F-boys, um, <laughs> that is like, you know, girl to girl only looking for relationships rather yeah. than friendships. But genuinely get these friendships because you start to understand all the issues that the other side has you start to learn more about yourself generally because it's like you start breaking down all these weird barriers you didn't even know that you had in your head and it's just like literally like i have a friend who's like a lot younger and sometimes he'll be like how do i talk to this girl i'm like literally best advice just talk to him like you would anyone else because they're the same my guy (laughs) but i feel like again that's just something that isn't really known to like especially younger people is that like we're all the same it's just we either trick ourselves or media or whatever culture tricks us into thinking we are different 
Yeah. But um, yeah. To be fair, I talked a lot that time. That that was a lot. Uh, do you want to do you want to take it along? <laughs> um. Yeah. So our next topic we're going to be doing is toxic friendships and the signs of toxic friendships. So, um, Sam, do you want to take over again? Oh, me again. Oh no. Um. <laughs> So one of the uh, things I think is probably one of the easiest easier things to notice would be uh, they're never happy for your successes. You know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, you can think back to a time when you were like really excited about uh, maybe your friend got a good grade or something like that. And you were hyping them up, things like that. And then, you know, maybe you got an award for something maybe you got like best art piece in the year or something and you just hear nothing back from yeah. them that's 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 kind of a flag it's a bit of a flag it is i mean i i've had experiences before where you know i've been really proud of something and i've mm. been really happy to tell like specific friends and their vibe is just off and i can just tell and I don't want to like confront them and be like, "Are you jealous of me?" Because I feel yeah. like that's quite—I don't know—it feels almost self-centered. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, that is a, a very big sign that you know that is a toxic friendships because the whole point in friendships is to be there for your friends and to be happy for them and their successes. And if you don't have that you don't really have a friendship 100% yeah yeah um the next one is they only use you for validation um and I think again it's kind of like a jealousy sort of thing um and I think you know they feel like I don't know if this fits under the the category but sort of like I know some people are friends with other people to make maybe them feel better about themselves. Mm. And um, I know this is a bit of a sensitive subject, but you know, I know people that um, their friends with like really like necessarily not educationally intelligent people, and they're really smart, and they're, they're they were friends with them just to make themselves look better, make themselves look smart. Ah, see what you're saying. And like. I feel like maybe again they use that for validation because they want to be the best and they want to kind of yeah see themselves as the best. I feel like also it, it there's there's another form I would say it takes is where like very similar to the last thing we just said but you know they'll do something and they'll be like they'll use you to hype them up and you know yeah. collect that validation that mm yeah, you, I did do good. But then, you know, don't yeah. return it. Like, friend would. Or maybe maybe they know you're sort of a yes man, for example. Maybe they know that, like, any artwork, for example, they show you, you'll just be like, yes, that's brilliant. Yeah. They'll use that, and then they'll start getting, like, haughty over it. They'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a sick artist, even though it's, like... <laughs> you know a couple stick men but do you know yeah. do you know what i mean it's like they will drain you of validation just to make them feel cells feel like royalty 
Uh, and I would say that the next one that's coming up, uh, they stir up drama. So, <laughs> again, it, this is this is one of those ones where it's like you, you you might not be able to notice it in the moment, but when you think back, you're like, oh damn. Um, this this sort of takes the form of like they'll bring up maybe an old argument that you've you know put to bed like maybe a couple times already and you know they'll just be having a bad day and they'll be like you know what just fancy a beef just just a bit of beef (laughs) and they'll bring up something you did a couple years ago which you know it was kind of kind of not nice but you've all moved on from it turns out they hadn't um and they just make make it your problem and I feel like as well, they'll just like pick at you for any little thing and just criticise you and yeah, literally any little thing that they can make drama out of or have a go at you for or criticise you for, they will yeah. do it. And you know, you kind of have to sit back and think like, are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, it's a bit like with bullying. people don't just bully because they feel like it people bully for a reason it's a bit like people are are toxic for a reason um not saying to give them a chance because of that no don't but you know i feel like people that are toxic they must have something going on in their life to make them feel like they need to do that um because yeah it's just not normal it's not normal at all it's not good it's not right it's not good it's not good um, the next one is you can't be yourself, which, like, literally, again, all of these are so important. But if you can't be yourself around the people you call your friends, what get are you out doing? of there! Get out, <laughs> okay? Because I know when you're a teenager, you don't really know yourself. Yeah. But I think you you know what you don't like. You know when sure. you're holding yourself back. Yeah, exactly, and I think. A sign of if you feel like you can't be yourself because you feel like you're going to be judged or criticised or made fun of. Yeah, exactly. For even like your interests or you know yeah. your style, whatever, literally anything. If you feel like you're holding back, that may be another sign that you are in a toxic friendship. Um, so yeah, it's definitely definitely worth having a little think about. You know. Am I able to be myself around the people I call my friends? Yeah. And I think when you do notice something like that, there's obviously a few ways you can go about go about dealing with it. Because, you know, if you don't, that's just going to kind of bottle up. Yeah. And then it's going to come out in some kind of way and it's going to be some kind of issue. But I feel like something, especially if you do care about these friends and you know you're like you you feel like you'll be made fun of for an interest for example if you care about these people i would heavily suggest you know sitting them down and having an adult conversation and just be like look i know you guys are maybe just joking but even even though i know you're joking and you know you're joking it it doesn't hurt any less and just explain how you feel to them 
and that cut that goes either two ways either they double down and they're not nice people and then you get the heck out of there or you know they start to understand and they're like dang okay maybe should have not done that that's some sort like you know it, it just kind of sorts itself sorts itself out and it it, it kind of leads into the next thing which is you know you don't feel supported if you don't get that kind of support back especially in those these kinds of conversations you just know that this is not your friend group buddy it may yeah. might be someone's but it's not, not yours, yours. <laughs> not yours. yeah like you need you need the kind of support that a friend truly gives which is you know being there for you in times of need you know lending an ear if if you need it you know to like to vent or you know if, if it's just like doing kind gestures every now and again just being there for someone and if you don't have that then can you even yeah. call them friends yeah and i think it's very important to look at sort of you know it's a two-way street you have to be putting in as much effort as them and vice versa because you know if one person is putting all the effort in and they're getting nothing back is there any point you know because at the end of the day you're just their therapist and you're left feeling like you have no support and you know all your energy is being taken out on helping others and this works out perfectly for the next topic of balancing putting yourself first over friendship um and i think me and sam were thinking like this is such a good way to end the podcast because um you know we've said this before but like the most important person is yourself at the end of the day yeah um but again you can't be too selfish and then not be there for your friends so i think um yeah, we're going to talk about how we can kind of get the balance right. Um, so the first thing is making sure like they can vent to you um, and that you are always saying, you know, I'm there for you, I'm there for you. Um, but at the same time, if you're going through something yourself and you genuinely feel like you can't handle someone venting to you, um, you have to be open and say, look, I can't, I can't right now. I'm going through my own thing. And, you know, that's okay. That's totally okay to be selfish from time to time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes towards my the sort of end point which we had in mind when we titled the podcast. See that key up there in the title? This is the key. <laughs> Communication is the key to any relationship, not just friendships. If something is bothering you you need to talk about it there's i i have a friend recently right where um you know i i it, it kind of goes back to what we were sort of saying they were making some jokes which you know just kind of made me feel real bad and uh this online friend so obviously it's very hard to tell through text what the tone is sometimes turns out the stuff that I thought they were being seriously and kind of serious and kind of nasty about was a complete joke and they didn't actually mean to give that tone and they were very sorry they were very very sorry they said sorry a lot um yeah. 
communication is super key because if I never said that that would have bottled up and I would have had a pop at them but it's because I said do you really mean what you are saying right now and they were like what no did you not know that and then it, it becomes an adult conversation of you know where are where are the boundaries in this relationship where what can you say what can't you say and yeah. you know that's that differs for every relationship and it needs to be it needs to be set out in these different relationships as you go because like i say there's no guidebook that will tell you how to sort it out for everyone everyone's different everyone's got their own stuff but yeah yeah so that's your key um and i think that's pretty much the end of the advice we can give so ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folks of the audience if you follow all the advice that we have given to you in this podcast today maybe one day you'll have a friendship as good as salmonella <laughs> oh that was perfect that was perfect Sam. <laughs> i know i, I know uh... On that note, we'd like to say a big thank you to GrowLabTest for sponsoring us. Uh, and we hope you have a good weekend and we'll be back next week. Bye! Bye!